and you are listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. You are joined in the studio by myself, Lawson. We've got across from me, Hannah, getting it done, living her best life on The Breakfast Show this morning. <laughs> uh, how, how have you been enjoying the early mornings well, here on Faith <laughs> FM? Um, it's been good and tough as well. Like, yeah. wow, I was telling Lawson, like, oh, how do you do this every morning? <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. But loving it. And hey, no, for you and for me, this is the last show of the year. We have That's holidays right. now, lots to look mm. forward to. All right. Would you be able to get us our next quiz question? Sure. Question number four. What time of the day did the angel speak to the shepherd? Oh, man. You, you got to just, you just got to know some Christmas songs mm. and you'll know. Know exactly when they came. What time of the day did the angels speak to the shepherds? Mm. If you know the answer, zero four nine one zero zero six zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. This is the last show of the year, guys. We're 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 marching forward. We're mm. getting it done. And hey, of course, our amazing prize for this week. We've got God for us and God with us by James W. Gilly. We're giving these to you absolutely for free absolutely wow. for free you just have to win the spinning of the wheel mm-hmm. and if you win the spinning of the wheel if you if you we spin the wheel and your name comes up well then hey you'll be able to to go into well you'll be able to get it for free we'll ah, give it to you you will be amazing. the winner so zero four nine one zero six four six six nine that is the number to text if you know the correct answer all right Great job. Hey, do you want to read that for us one more time, actually? Sure. What time of the day did the angel speak to the shepherds? Mm, absolutely. 0491-064-669. Yeah, we just did an interview with Trevor mm. Petty. I thought it was powerful. Mm. I thought it was really just amazing. Yeah. Talking about all well, the work that they're doing there, working in the street, meeting people. And I said that it's very Luke 10-esque, of course. God gives, well, Jesus gives the command to his mm. disciples, go into every city. And, yes. and, well, he says, you know, find a person of peace that you can stay with. Mm. And then he says, proclaim my name in the streets. Mm. And you, they, they say, like, Jesus says, you will see success. But if people also deny, then shake them off and, and move on, you know. And this is the, this is the command that mm. they're given there to go out to do ministry, to reach people. Yeah. And then as well, oh, I thought it was really amazing doing the stuff with the painting and mm. kind of, speaking or sharing a story through through, through the painting, painting. Yeah. because I, I mentioned there it was very Prague Reformation esque. Mm, There's a fantastic mm. book called uh, The Great Controversy, Great Controversy yeah, and it yeah. actually it it talks about this in in one particular section about how yeah they would paint murals on the ground yeah. and there was one that they painted and again the context is Protestant Reformation. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting against a false version of Christianity that has taken over the world, Mm. you know, medieval Christianity that has caused all these wars and conflicts and heartaches and problems. And there was this picture that they painted in in one of the town squares in Prague. And on one side, you have the Pope entering into into mass and it's this huge procession Mm. and it's gold and it's it's robes and it's just dripping with wealth Mm. you know Mm. and then on the other side they have a picture of jesus Jesus. riding into jerusalem Mm. on a donkey Mm. on his way to die like going into his the final week of his life and it's 
it's powerful. It, like it was it was a powerful mm. testimony. It's convicting. That's right. Mm. And a lot of people were, were touched because of that. Yeah. And we talked, I, I talked a little bit with Trevor off air, you know, didn't have enough time to share everything you wanted to share, but he was just saying, you know, when they go out, he, so he preaches mm-hmm. and then there's groups of people with him who are also sharing yeah and also you know just meeting people on the street who come over and are interested they talk to them chat with them you know a more personable you could say interaction and which is amazing and then from there i was like so what are some of the experiences you've had with this and he's like man i've i've seen everything i've seen people give their hearts to jesus i've Mm. seen people come to god i've seen people break down in tears i've seen i've seen people he said he he said he's seen people be facetious and be, you know, kind of mean and, mm-hmm. and, and and vandalism and all kinds of things. But then it's all worth it because time after time, although, again, they're just on the street, mm. but they've seen person after person after person give their heart to Christ. And I was like, so how long have you been doing this for? And he's like, oh, yeah, like not, a, not that long, like 17 years. <laughs> I was like, I was like wow. yeah, that's, that's like double the amount of time I've been a Christian yes. for. So powerful stuff that they're mm. doing, really amazing ministry. And it shows us the importance of the mission. Like if these people are willing to go out yeah. and to share mm. what they know and and what they understand about Jesus and how you know, he has saved them. If they're willing to go and do this, I think it's, it's motivating. It's mm. encouraging to us to go out and do the mission. And, and that's actually what we're going to be looking at today for our final Bible study of the year. Okay. We're going to be closing the book of Esther. Mm-hmm. We're going to be focusing particularly in Esther chapter nine and the events happening there. But I actually want to go back. I, I want to go back a little bit to Esther chapter. Ooh, let's see. Esther chapter seven. Uh, Esther chapter seven is is powerful for me. Mm. I, I like. Oh, it, it actually, this section makes me tear up. Do you want to pick it up? Ex- Esther chapter seven, and do you want to read just the first two verses for us? Sure. So the king and Haman went to Queen Esther's banquet. On the second occasion, while they were drinking wine, the king again said to Esther, Tell me what you want, Queen Esther. What is your request? I would give it to you, even if it is half the kingdom. Mm, Okay, so up until this point, Mm. Esther has been thinking, How can I tactfully entice the king into listening to my request? Because Mm -hmm. we saw yesterday that... You know, we see this interaction between Mordecai and Esther Mm. and the ultimate solution that Mordecai gives. He says, listen, Esther, like if this decree goes out, you won't find peace and safety Mm. in the palace. Like you will be killed Mm. because you're a Jew. Mm. And and these decrees, they come from Persian kings. They can't be changed. Mm. Once a decree is put in place, it can't be changed. You're not safe here. Yeah. But he says, but what if God has brought you here for such a time as this, wow. you know, to save his people? And okay. we commented yesterday, we had Brett in the studio. We were mm. just talking about, although Esther is a book where a lot of scholars have talked about how, oh, wait, it doesn't directly mention God, God in ter- or yeah. God, it doesn't have God's mm. voice. Mm. Despite this, you can see God's working. Yeah. And it's really amazing. Mm. And Esther decides, okay, I'm going to advocate for my people. Yes. Now, Esther's method of this, she says, oh, look, what can I do? What can mm, I do? And she mm. has a banquet. She invites Haman, and, uh, <laughs> yes. the enemy of the Jews. Mm. And Haman, it's funny, you see in the previous chapters, Haman's like, oh, look at me. I'm so yeah. important. I'm so amazing. Mm. 
uh, invites Haman, you know, Mordecai is there as well. Uh, and, and the king is there and they have this banquet together mm. and they're, they're eating and having this meal. And, and Haman is so confident in his plot to destroy the Jews that he even creates gallows, mm. which is like a, a, a basically a, a structure that you hang people with, which okay. is like, he, he's like ready to just kill everyone. Yeah. And finally, Queen Esther here. She's like, hey, I, I need something. And, and the king is like, what, 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 what do you want? I'll yeah. give you anything. Mm, I'll give you anything. Mm. Like she has done, she's been so tactful. She's, she's, she's ultimately won through, through kindness and care and tact. And it's yeah. been amazing. And then this section here, oh, this gets me. Do you want to read this from chat, uh, from verse three to verse four in chapter seven of the book of Esther? So, sure. Queen Esther replied, if, I have found favor with the king, and if it pleases the king to grant my request, I ask that my life and the lives of my people would be spared. Mm. For my people and I have been sold to those who would kill, slaughter, and um, annihilate us. If we had merely been sold as slaves, I could remain quiet, for that would be too trivial. Trivial Amara to rant disturbing the king. Mm. Oh man, Oof. I this makes me emotional. I, mm. I when I read this, mm. yeah. If I found favor in your sight, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be given at my let my life be given my at me at my petition. So mm. he says, okay, don't kill me for what I'm about to say. Um, and my people at my request, yes. like don't kill me and my people and my at, people up till this point. Mm. The king doesn't know That's right. that Esther's Jewish. Ooh. And this is when she reveals. Mm. And this line here, she says, For we have been sold, my people and I, to be destroyed, to be killed, to be annihilated. Mm. The Jews up at the, up till this point, they have lost everything. Mm. And you have this last ray of hope. Mm. It's Esther becoming the queen. And she puts her life forward. She says, we've lost everything, but now we're here to make petitions. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Connect with us on 0491-064-669. And basically she says, hey, like we have been put in this position mm. where we are now going to be killed. And and even this, I love this part. She says, had we have been sold as male and female slaves, I would have held my tongue, although the enemy could never compensate for the king's loss. And basically is like, I, I'm, I'm Jewish. My people are Jewish. Mm. We have found, you know, we were slaves in Babylon. Yeah. We found some freedom mm. in, in Persia, but now our lives are under threat. Yeah. If we, if, if we were just being sold back into slavery, I wouldn't say anything, mm. but the lives of my people are a risk here. Yeah. And again, considering their history as well, they've lost their, their well, they've lost the nation of Israel. Mm. Uh, they've 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 lost the 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 region of Judea. Yes, they've lost the city of Jerusalem. Mm. They've lost everything. Yeah, they're dispersed all over the nation. It's like King, we've lost everything. Mm. And even if we'd been sold into slavery, we would have accepted that. But now we're going to lose our lives mm. um, because of our enemy. And 
the king, he responds. Do you want to read for us in verse five? His、yeah. his response here. Who'd do such a thing? King Xerxes demanded. Who would be so presumptuous as to touch you? Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> who would dare yeah, create a decree、mm. to kill you guys? Yeah. Like, who who would do this? And <laughs> and then the hammer kind of drops here. It's、yes. like it's.、Uh, do you want to read for us verse six? Yeah. As the reply, this wicked Haman is our adversary and our enemy. Haman grew pale with fright before the king and queen. Oh wow! Wow! So all of a sudden, all of the confidence, yes, and all of the we have a word in English is like smug.、Mm. It's like when you're smug, you're just very like, <laughs> like yeah, every, everything is good for me. I'm the best,、yeah. better than everyone else. And he was so prideful about、yeah. his like himself, and he was coming to just like oh, they would kind of give me reward or something. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.、Mm. And at this point now, he then just starts begging for his life. <laughs> He's like, "Don't kill me! Don't kill God!"、Yeah. And、mm. ultimately, it doesn't matter. Do you want to read for us verse ten? Yeah,、uh, verse ten.、Um, it's yeah, chapter seven and verse ten. Yeah, it says so. They impaled Haman on the pole he had set up for Mordecai, and the king's anger subsided. Wow. Oh, yours is interesting translation. Yours says impaled on a pole. Mine、yeah. says hanged on the gallows、oh. because it's like that's the like you set up a like the structure to、mm. be hung from.、Yeah. And again, he's the one who built it. And now he is receiving his penalty. I think there's definitely a lesson there to be learned. If you have ill intentions, you、mm. know,、uh, as as the Bible says in Revelation chapter thirteen, if you live by the sword, you die by the sword.、Mm. And that was very much the case for for Haman. Yeah,、here. in Proverbs twenty six twenty seven says, if you set a trap for others, you will get caught in it yourself. Ouch! It's interesting, isn't it? Like、mm. do like trying to do harm for other people, you actually、mm. um, end up. Being harm,、um, like yeah, you know, that's、back. right,、mm. absolutely. And so, I think for us, there's definitely a lesson to be learned. I, I I don't know or believe that there's anyone listening to our show that is trying to murder people. If you are, please stop. <laughs> please, please stop. It's illegal and it's wrong,、uh, and it's against. Definitely, it's against what God wants. But I think even in a smaller sense as well, like in a, in, if we go down to a smaller scale, like、mm. <laughs> Haman's scale was, I'm going to kill all the Jews. Yeah.、Uh, if we go down to a smaller scale of Of essentially bringing harm to people, Others, or、yeah. or exalting self,、mm. you know, looking out for yourself rather、mm. than others. From a, you know, even just I, I think being conniving、mm. in your workplace, whatever it may be, setting up a trap for others.、Yeah. It, it's it's interesting. I my my sisters,、mm. uh, they work in very、um, secular work fields. I mean, in terms of like my older sister Haley, she's a HR,、mm. and. She's working for a huge company where they employ like over, I think, over one thousand five hundred people,、mm. and she's like one of the HR directors.、Mm. So, so she has a lot of people to oversee, and she sees these situations all the time. She sees、yeah. fighting. She sees, but then even working with,、uh, working with her other HR managers、mm. and whatnot, like there's so much just corporate infighting. You know,、wow. I was just sitting in the car one time, and she was on the phone、mm. uh, t- talking to a colleague of her. And they talk for about twenty five minutes, and she gets off the phone, and, and she says to me, "Oh man, that guy's the worst." Because it kind of sounded like they were a bit friendly on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, "That guy's the worst." I'm like, "Why?"、And、it's like, "Oh, like he's my colleague, but he would 
he would, you know, he would, he would, uh, there's, there's a, a saying in English. Mm. It's like he would sell his own mother to get ahead kind of thing. Oh. It's like, it's, she's working in an environment where everyone is just looking for money. Mm. Everyone is just looking to, to be above each other. Yeah. And, and she gets really tired of it sometimes because mm. she's like, no, like, especially for her, she's in HR. She's mm. trying to find the best way for people, people to operate yeah. and mm. to function and yeah. for their, the, the health. You know, she's mm. the one sending out emails to people like, hey, you've had too much time working, mm. you know, uh, you need to take time off for well-being sake, like all these kinds of things. And then seeing people act that way, she's it really gets to her. Yeah. Uh, but, and But this is the thing is, this is the very type of attitude that mm. the Bible is advocating against here. That's right. It's so opposite what the Bible teaches us, mm. isn't it? Like everyone wants to be better than people. It's everyone, you know, in a, you know, in a society, in a world mm. that we are living, like everyone want to be better than other people, mm. but then what Jesus ultimately did was he humbled himself to mm. came down, which, yeah, we were talking about in the book of John. Yeah. But like, yeah, and the Bible also tells us, let this mind be in you. Mm. That like Jesus, like how he humbled himself. And yeah. um, God exalts people who are humble as well. Mm. And those people who are proud, God kind of humble themselves yeah. as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. And th- well, this is the very story of Esther. She has been exalted. She comes from a very humble background. Mm, Two right. dead parents being raised by her older cousin. Yeah. She is then exalted. Mm. And when we talk about humbling, mm. you know, people think, or, or meekness, or these yeah. kinds of things. The idea that people get is, oh, you need to, to become very low and become very weak or something mm. like this. But the real meaning here, the real definition is mm. to hold your power in in restraint. Mm. And for Esther, you know, she could have just stayed in the palace. Mm. Mordecai gives her the warning, says, hey, not even you will be safe in the palace. But she could have just looked out for her own self-benefit. That's right. But she, what she does is she humbles herself. Mm. And I love that language that she uses when advocating for the Jews. She says, even if we had become slaves, mm. I would have kept silent. Yeah. Because she knows, she's like, hey, to disturb the king, mm. you know, the, the customs, the mm. processes, everything. But you know, but she says Xerxes, Ahasuerus, like king, like our lives are at fre- at at threat here, mm. and I'm willing. She says, "Spare my life," but yeah. I'm even willing to put my life on the line wow. for this, and to humble herself, to give up her position, mm. uh, so that she can save her people. And as a result, like God really comes through, and God yes. God is working in this situation, and and works in the heart of Ahasuerus and brings judgment mm. and penalty to to the likes of Agag. And there was something that we talked about as well. We talked about the cycle of re- redemptive violence mm-hmm. that had been created by Saul yeah. and by Saul, you know, sparing this life and then anger festering and it's back and forth and back, back and yeah. forth. That is ultimately brought to an end by God's judgment. Mm. God, God very much operates on a paradigm of grace yeah. and judgment. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, grace and justice. Mm. I love that. Grace and judgment. Mm. God is giving everyone the chance to come to him, Mm. to fall before him Mm. and to be saved, to receive eternal life, a second chance. Even it doesn't matter what background you're from, whether Mm. you are a criminal, whether you are like, whether you're a priest or a plumber or a mm. criminal or whatever it may mm. be, God is offering everyone this opportunity to to know him, to yes. fall before him and mm. to receive repentance mm. because we've all fallen short. He wants to dispense right. to all grace. Mm. But then at the same time, when we reject grace, mm. then there is judgment and there is justice. God makes things right mm. and he brings to an end 
these cycles of violence. Yeah. He, he, God isn't about warring back and forth. Mm. No, he's about making things right. Yeah. And that's exactly what he does here for the mm. for the sake of the Jews. Yes. Again, after they've lost everything, lost everything, lost everything. And, mm. and this has been a process. You know, mm. this is a process that started with Daniel uh, hundreds of years before in that's the kingdom right. of Babylon, him praying and mm. saying, God, we repent. Mm. Forgive us, the yep. Jews. Forgive us for what we've done. All of this misery that's in our nation, we've caused it. Forgive us. And then now we've seen through over the next hundreds of years, a couple hundred years or maybe a little over a hundred years, we then get to Esther and it's like, yes, God, we've we've repented. Mm. Help us. Yeah. And God is right there with them. Yeah. Uh, and and they humble themselves and, and God works in a mighty and powerful way. We're going to continue talking about Esther and, and finishing off the, the chapter here, actually. And, well, not just the chapter, but the book and our Bible study about mission and reaching the unreached. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. And oh, we're going to get into this more, but we need to give our final quiz question. Sure. The final question is, which direction did the wise men travel to going to Jerusalem? Mm, okay. Mm. Think about where these wise men were from mm-hmm. and then where, which, which way they were going. And then it will, you'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to let us know which direction did the wise man travel to going to Jerusalem. Mm. If you know the answer, 0491-064-669 is the number to text, and you'll go into the draw to win our prize for this week. We've got God With Us and God For Us by James W. Gilley. Amazing commentaries getting into the book of John. We want to give these to you absolutely for free. So again, 0491-064-669, which direction were they going? Mm. Okay, so... Back into the book of Esther. Now, we see this amazing, amazing, amazing situation unfold where, yeah, Esther and her people are saved. Mm. Their direct enemy, Haman, the one who made the decree, is, uh, is... is put to death, yes, and he receives judgment. Mm. But the problem is, is that this decree has already gone out; mm. it's already spread everywhere. Yeah. And so, there, the solution that the king comes up with is: okay, send another decree out, and that decree will go to the Jews, and will go to everyone. But if anyone on the previous decree tries to attack you, you have the right to defend yourself, mm-hmm. essentially, and, and and be able to to stand up for yourself. And let's read about this. Let's go down to chapter 9. Yep. Do you want to start reading in verse 1? Sure. So on March 7, the two decree of the king were put into effect. On that day, the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them, but quite the opposite happened. It was the Jew who overpowered their enemies. Mm. Mm. Keep reading. Okay. The Jew gathered in the city throughout all the king's providences to attack anyone who tried to harm them, but no one could make a stand against them, for everyone was afraid of them. And all the nobles of the providences, um, the highest officers, the governors and royal officials helped the Jews for fear of Mordecai. Mm. For Mordecai had been promoted in the king's palace and his fame spread through Throughout all the providence, as he became more and more powerful. Mm, absolutely. Mm. And then it continues on in verse 5. It says, Thus the Jews defeated all their enemies with the stroke of the sword and slaughtered 
uh, with slaughter and destruction and did what they pleased with those who hated them. And so, okay, this, this is pretty gnarly. But again, we've got to think about, you know, this is ancient times. Mm. This is a war context. A, a decree has a lit... It's crazy. It's two decrees at the same time because they can't change the decrees. Yeah. There's one decree. It's like, yes, we'll destroy all the Jews on this day. And the next decree comes out. It's like, and if any Jews... If you just try to destroy Jews, the Jews are allowed to defend themselves. Yeah. So they're allowed to stand up for themselves. Because, <laughs> and this, it's it's important that this happens because, again, in Medo-Persian law, they can't Change. take away. Mm. They can't take away. So, That's right. So then the question is here is more of like, okay, who's going to be more successful in their attack? Is yeah. it going to be the enemies of the Jews and mm. the Jews? And you think at this time, like the Jews are a small people. Yeah. They've lost everything. Yeah. Like they're dispersed. Yet they're winning every battle that comes against them. <laughs> and yeah. the ultimate answer for this is mm. is because amazingly, like God is with them. Yeah, that's right. God is standing with them. And and then furthermore, we see Mordecai's promotion as well. That's and right. And then even the governors, they're like, okay, we can't go against mm. these. They just give up. Yeah. They're right. like, we can't go against these guys. It's quite interesting. Like it said, no one could make a stand against them for everyone was afraid of them. Like, you know, like just before, like they were going to be killed. But then yeah. like now they're like enemies of Jewel, all afraid of them. Mm. And I think it's just like, kind of feel like the fear like a fear of god as well that mm. like because jews are with god mm. and then god is with them and mm. for them like who can be against them that that's kind of right thing. yeah no one wanted to fight with them because like they could see actually god is with them that's right and i think it, it's a reflection of a lot of beautiful stories in the old testament of you know i i, I think particularly i think it's the prophet elisha mm. and the man in the city and mm. they're surrounded and then mm. and it's like hey uh, you know well we're surrounded we're gonna die yeah. They open the eyes and they see the he- the heavens armies. That's right. Uh, there and and what we see here is God is pragmatic. Mm. He's practical. He's going to do the work. Mm. I, I I I don't think in a lot of senses God is wanting to fight wars, mm. but He will protect His people. That's right. Uh, he and when we say He will protect His people, again, like that idea of His people now is based on, and I think always it's based on those who are following Him. That's right. Yeah, that's a really really good point because all the battle in in the Old Testament when we see, like when we see God, like when they see God, like trusted, fasted, and you know pray to. God, like actually, they don't actually fight. God yeah. fight for them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and God just win the battle, of course. And but the point is that it, it, did they actually like rely on Him, like let God fight for you, or mm. did they actually fight themselves? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it was often like they lost a lot of wars. Mm, mm, they they did. They mm. lost a lot of wars. God was not like unwilling to let them lose. Mm. When we talk about. Jews being chosen, and this is a particularly hot button topic at the moment with the war in Israel and Palestine. Yeah. You know, we talk about Jews as the chosen people. They were chosen for a purpose, mm-hmm. not just because of their genetics. It exactly. wasn't like, oh, you're special because yeah. you're Stereo from this. Anything. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It was all about their mission and their purpose. And when exactly. they were willing to live up to it, mm. God was willing to protect them. Yes. That promise goes to every single person mm. who chooses to follow Jesus. Amen. When we decide mm. to give our hearts to him and to fight for his cause and again that doesn't that, that can look different for all different people whether it's you know we talked with uh with tony on the phone before whether it's to stand on the street and preach mm. the gospel whether it, it doesn't matter when we are fighting for god's cause he will be with us and you know we, we can live we can die paul was martyred like there were people who were faithfully following god yeah. god who were martyred but ultimately god's purposes 
were complete yes. and we'll be able to see each other again. Mm, you know, we mm. receive the promise of salvation, a world that is yeah. greater and exactly. better than the world that we're in now. But I want to read one particular verse just to sure. finish off. Chapter 8, and do you want to get for us, uh, let's see, we'll read in verse 15 through to 17 in chapter 8. Sure, Esther 8, 15 to 17. Then Mordecai left the king's presence wearing the royal robe of um, blue and white, mm. the great crown of gold and the outer cloak, uh, cloak of fine linen and purple. Mm. And the people of Susa celebrated a new degree. The Jews were filled with joy and gladness and were honored everywhere. In every province and city, wherever the king's decree arrived, the Jew rejoiced and had a great celebration and declared a public festival and holiday. And many of the people of the land became Jew themselves, for they feared what the Jew might do to them. Wow. Wow, they became Jews. They actually became followers of, of Yahweh. Oh. Because now this is a very unconventional method of evangelism. Yeah. Like, like, hey, mm. Jews, you're allowed to defend yourself. And people are like, oh, we should become Jewish. Yeah. Uh, but think about that as well. Mm. The, so this is the chapter before what we just read. Yeah. The Jews are a small people. Mm. Mm. And now people are becoming Jews. That's right. So now they have help. Yeah. You know, we look at passages in the Bible. What did Jesus say? The work is plenty, but the labor is a few. But if we're True. willing to submit to God yeah. and to pray to God yeah. to be with us, the Bible says that he will bring laborers. Mm. And we sit here, Hannah and myself, you, Hannah, and myself as well, as people who have received the gospel, mm. who weren't previously Christian, who received the gospel and now have become Christian. Mm. And this is really what we want to see in our mission, Amen. is that we stand for Jesus mm. He stands with us. He brings more people to work with us and more of the world is reached. This is the example that the book of Esther gives. And this is the example that we should live by as his followers, knowing that God is with us and he's bringing more and more people to work with us so that we can share his gospel and that we will see him soon. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. You are listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM, joined by myself, Lawson. We've got Hannah in the studio. And Hannah, no more questions. No more questions? Nothing to ask. Oh. Just winners. Oh, yeah. Yes. We're going we're gonna to spin oh, the time. wheel. Okay, so, of course, our prizes for this week. We've got the amazing God for us and God with us, mm. two awesome books. Getting into the book of John is essentially a commentary of that. But all right, let's go. Let's spin that wheel. Hit the button for us, Pete. There we go. Okay. Whoa. It's, it's spinning. It's happening. It's slowing down. <laughs> and, oh, okay. We have a winner. Congratulations Woo-hoo! to Rosalia, who is our Rosalia. Rosalia, who is our winner for Yay! this week. You will receive the amazing prizes. Of course, congratulations on getting that. We'll send that one out to you. And, of course, this is our last prize for the year. Mm. And, and then we'll be That's back. right. That's right. Last so, is the best. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> last is the best. The last shall be first. Most blessed. Hey, you're, you are welcome. Congratulations. Congratulations, Rosalia. Let's work through some of the answers sure. now if you can get that for us, mm-hmm. Hannah. 
Okay, the first one who appeared to tell Mary that she was with child, it was the angel Gabriel. Mm, mm. That's right, classic mm-hmm. Gabriel. You know, I love this so much. When I was like, I, I talked about this one time on radio. I would have been maybe ten years old or nine years old, and I was the narrator for mm-hmm. a Christmas play, oh, like a nativity yeah, I think play. Talking about it, yeah, 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 and so. And so, like, all the details, like, I would be like, and then came the angel Gabriel. <laughs> like, all right, now what's our next one here? What was the gifts? From the wise man was a symbol of, okay, uh, gold. It was gold mm. that symbolized royalty. royalty. Amazing. Mm. Okay, next, how many miles did Mary and Joseph have to travel to get to Bethlehem? It was 19 miles. Mm. Mm. Powerful stuff. Yeah, now, ninety cool. miles is like not that far today. That's like ninety miles is is what like a one hundred and fifty k drive. That's like here to Sydney. Okay, uh, but, well, but but they walking. walking with a donkey and a pregnant <gasps> lady. Oh, that's crazy. That is that yeah. is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you coming back from Sydney last night. Yeah, yeah, not <laughs> on the train, but walking <laughs> with you a donkey. Make it today, oh wow, that's powerful. Yeah. Uh, next one is what time of the day did the angel speak to the shepherds at night? Yeah, mm. of course. And the the shepherds, you know, my mind always goes to the oh, what's the what's the hymn called? Um, Go tell it on the mountain. Oh, you know, the yes. shepherds kept their watching, mm, you know, mm, mm, by their flocks by night. Yeah, yes. So, oh, awesome stuff there. All right, what's our last one? Which direction did the wise men travel to going to Jerusalem? It was westward. Yeah, because they came from the east. Mm. So they came from the east. Now, there is a little bit of consideration in regard to maybe some dispute a little bit as to where these guys were from. Most likely, they were some type of Persian, but even people say, because well, the word magi is a, is a Persian word, but mm. some people said, oh, maybe they're from like Asia or they're from China <laughs> or something. Mm. Uh, but regardless, they come from an eastern area to, yeah. to the west or to, yeah, down to, to, to Jerusalem to yeah. find the baby Jesus. Mm. But hey, if you got those questions correct, congratulations on playing the quiz throughout this week. Congratulations to Rosalia as well for winning the prize. And uh, yeah, for for guys, this, this is the last quiz you can play in until next year. So mm. thank you for being with us. Thank you for faithfully answering questions thank and you. getting into it, doing an amazing job. And yeah, just, just finishing off some closing thoughts about the book of Esther. Mm. We're talking about this in the break, just about Mordecai and Esther for both of them, their faithfulness yeah, to right. principle. That's right. Mm. And sometimes, you know, when we all now God and follow God, it may, doesn't seem good situation. Like, you mm. know, in the beginning, how like uh, Mordecai didn't know bound and bow down to um, Haman, mm. like that causes everything. Like, you know, like, wow. Like, this doesn't look good. Yeah. You know? This is causing all his people to die. Yeah, and- exactly. Because imagine his decision, mm, like, yeah. honoring God, made other people kind of suffer. So, yeah, like, that's, right. that's kind of like, oh, okay. Like, you know, but then because of his faithfulness and, like, just put God first, mm. and we see that how God fight for them, mm. and, like, eventually God exalted them as mm. well. So, like, Eventually, even when we don't see that God is working, but then um, trust and obey is the mm. principle. Yeah. That really, like that is the way. It's really simple and it's hard as well. But mm. putting God first, God will take care of us. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's something that we can definitely take into account as we go into this Christmas season. Mm. And, you know, just thinking about, yeah, keeping our 
principles intact and in check and maybe making those decisions, those, those decisions of, okay, this is who I want to be. Mm. This is what I want to be about. But then also using that as a springboard to share the message of Jesus with people. Right. And, and when people see that, when people see people of principle mm. holding to what they believe, they're impressed yes. and they want to know more. You have been listening to The Breakfast Show for the final time this year. I mean, there will be more Breakfast Show. You will be able to hear, mm. but it won't be live. Mm-hmm. Won't be, you know, you know, we'll have, it'll be good programming. You guys yeah. want to tune in but in terms of live shows for the year this is it guys wow. we're off we're jet setting we're living our best lives <laughs> what are your plans over the holidays actually well um actually not too much but yeah chilling because yeah. you're doing some stuff in the new year right yes am i yeah like in, in the like oh, oh yeah yeah we're going year. to like friend's house staying over and uh we have like a k-group little trip yeah as well for new year and we have people over at our house for yeah. christmas and just you know students in, especially international students they yeah. come to join us so. and then of course you're going to japan next that's year right as well. i'm so Back to japan. excited my oh. heart is already there. <laughs> there yeah oh amazing yeah i've got plans of the new year's go down to melbourne have christmas mm. with my family like uh, have christmas with my family up here then go down to Melbourne, all those kinds of things. But guys, as usual, when we get to the end of the show, we're going to give you a gift. And I've actually got a gift. It's called My Gifts coloring book uh this is actually a color this is a kid's book so if you got kids oh, nice. you want a prize for them we have it for you zero four nine one zero six four six six nine if you text the word book to that number we'll give this to you absolutely for free but it's like a coloring book but then it's got little quotes and verses actually from a book called christ's object lesson oh, and it's amazing. all about realizing your gifts mm. and what god has given you to share with others wow. so powerful stuff again book to zero four nine one zero six four six six nine guys have a fantastic Christmas. Have an amazing day and remember to talk faith, to live faith and act faith and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.